I'm hot for teacher. We thought we were done. We thought we were finished. We thought we would never talk about a movie minute by minute again. But we were wrong. Join us as we get to know the cast next door. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this episode of The Cast Next Door, where we love your mother's cookies. I'm Clint Worthington of Alka Hollywood. And I'm Patrick Hamilton, and you can find me at Twitter on at we write good. And I'm Mike Davies from Forgotten Failures, the obscure movie podcast. And this is the last stretch of our particular sort of uh, mm-hmm. chunk of this movie. Our uh, this tetrad like, of the movie. Yes, uh, our quadrilogy, uh, <laughs> as the Alien films were before mm-hmm. the unpleasantness. Mm-hmm. Minute 76, the previous minute, we have, we've just kind of been following mm-hmm. J-Lo around in the That's right. prototypical... <laughs> Fumbling around in the dark with uh, with a bright object yeah. trying to look around for the next jump scare. And this and dark is the extremely bright blue light dark. We discover that Vicky's house is actually in the further from the movie Insidious. <laughs> they shot the house day for night. <laughs> but anyway. It's a hideous netherworld between life and death where only Patrick Wilson and now Jennifer Lopez can go. Oh, man. I would watch that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. I'd move into um, that neighborhood. Exactly. I'm sure the property values are pretty low. You could probably get a house for cheap. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, and and so like I think at the one of the first shots of this minute we get mm-hmm. like the real reason where you're getting the cell phone, which is the product placement, because we get the nice <laughs> big look at the LG logo. Wow. Um, it, it, LG whatever <laughs> the the hell it would probably be. Um, but yeah, that's 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 a fun little well, show I, off. I moment. never noticed product placement, no matter how obvious, and I didn't notice this one. Yes, and I mean I'm I'm fine with product placement. I just I just think it's funny when it happens. Um, and then so uh, this is when she's like going through the kitchen, right? And she's gonna like go up yeah. the stairs. So she hears something. Yeah, this upstairs. is after she spends an entire minute just saying Vicky, Vicky, <laughs> Vicky. Yeah, exactly. And this one she kicks it off by saying Vicky again, uh-huh. and then she goes upstairs. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, that's when we get the cat scare. But yeah. the best part is the cat scare is immediately followed by the real jump scare. Yeah. Uh, which So we get the jump scare from the cat. The cat is just a little amuse-bouche. Yes, that was the, yeah, the amuse-bouche to our, to our first course, uh, which is Vicky, Vicky's body just, like, deciding yeah. to exit that cabinet. Yeah. It was like is a she cabinet, right? Is loaded yeah. Like, is yeah, there a I, trap? I, I, like, some sort of... <laughs> Uh, you know, mouse traps sort of thing where she steps into the room, the cat jumps down, and it hits a wire, and then it launches a, a confetti <laughs> it's Mr. cannon. Breakfast That's from Pee-wee's exactly Big Adventure, what yeah. I was thinking. I wish we could do the telestrator like Chris Collinsworth and like draw lines on the screen, trying to explain the physics of what happens here. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's the pretty cat amazing. like runs to the right. We see the door on the right side of the screen move. And then Vicky yeah. falls out of the closet on the left side of the screen. It's 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 so baffling. Like when the first time I watched it, I thought I legitimately thought she like dropped from the attic. Yeah. Like just from just from the from the heavens, she yeah, just the, dropped down in front those of Jayla. Moldy boards up there, termite riddled. Eventually, she fell after years of being up there. All according to plan. It's uh, fascinating this closet because I I paused it. I I I, I decided I'm gonna. You know, really uh, go out there, and I rented the Blu-ray so I could get oh, it wow. super, nice. super crisp. Nice. And the shelves of this closet that she supposedly pops out of—they hold <laughs> shoes. 
They're about okay. 18 what? inches. Yes, there's shoes <laughs> in there. Her shoes. The shoe discussion from earlier. Oh, it all yeah. comes back. Oh, man. Full yeah. circle. So the rest of this shelving they did unit that just is full of shoes, thing. which means they're like 18 inches big. So was she just like well, stuffed in Again, this in is why there? they cast Christian Chenoweth, world's smallest actress. She's not big. I, I like to imagine that, that sort of that casting call or the, the interview or the audition, I guess, is like, can you fit in a closet? And she had <laughs> <laughs> in the closet first. And it's like, well, how big is the closet? <laughs> is, are we talking a standard closet, or are we talking one of yeah. those European things? Because is this, I've is got this American an thighs. Thing? Like, am, did I walk into the wrong room? Is this? Are these the other chapters of Trapped in the Closet? Is that what's happening? <laughs> uh, but no, it's it's so it just what what happens is like the next thirty seconds are just this baffling chaos where yeah. J Lo is freaking yeah. out, yeah. And like to 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 a to an extent that. It's just insane. Well, her freaking like, out is pretty good. She does a good job of it. She really commits true, to freaking out. But she out. has to do more like, than she the normal. She screams while inhaling damage. and exhaling. Yes, it's pretty great. It's kind of it reminded me of that Tenacious D track, that comedy bit where like he learns how to sing while also like taking in breath. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's it's yeah it's just it's just funny because it, it goes on for so long that it it does lapse into complete ridiculousness. Like, because you're you're done being scared, and then you're done being shocked that that Kristen Chenoweth is dead, even though we knew. Um, and then you're just at, at a certain point, you're like, "Why are you still lingering? Like, yeah, what what's going on? You're like, you're just screaming at Kristen Chenoweth's body at this point. Like, well, she's well, angry. She's surprised. She's lashing out. And then at, yeah. And then at one point, she tries. She goes, "A I'm gonna check to see if you're really dead." And then goes, "Yeah, fuck that." <laughs> there might as well be a you know topography on the screen that just says nope and she yeah. recoils <laughs> and it's like i'm not yeah, exactly. i'm not touching that tiny woman with blood right. randomly dressed upon her from some <laughs> random wound that we're not allowed to see or discern yeah it must have been like, her neck but is it yeah. there would be so much know. blood that's right there there's like so a wound for her neck blood. yeah yeah, like I wasn't, I wasn't clear like exactly how she was killed. Like I just no. presumed that they just wanted to be like, oh, he killed her. And are, are we sure that she was still alive when she was tied to the chair? She didn't do anything. Yeah, because she gives She's... out that scream. She gives out the, like whenever she hears her message that she clearly was forced to oh, make. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Like after she, you, after he uses it on Claire, like she like screams out in. Uh, in sort of frustration through the duct tape. So she's still alive. She yeah. gets killed in the minute between, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's where do they cut straight from her being tied up to her being dead and elsewhere. Another opportunity for suspense disappeared. Yeah, she's a prop to, like, you know, up the stakes because, like, no one else can really die in this scene, Yeah, you know, because yeah. Claire's there uh, and we haven't seen the family in the barn yet. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just kind of funny how that ends up happening. And... Mm -hmm. um, and then she just, you know, she gets, I mean, she, she does bolt out of there, which she should have done, but I just think she should have done a lot sooner. Um, and then yeah. she gets in through the passenger seat. That's I mean, my I favorite part of, of her this own entire car. movie. Yeah, this, yeah. Like, that, I can't believe that, that someone gets in through the, the passenger seat, the passenger door of their own car, and then she just scoots over the center console. Well, she spent a lot of time in the UK. Like, she's the forgotten yeah. Duke brother. She just skips <laughs> yeah. over a center console and gets right in. I'm like, you've got skills. Yeah. You can tell she has a dance yeah. background. She, she, can she has really a parkour background, Claire does. Yeah, she, yeah. she insisted on that. 
Yeah. She saw Casino Royale like the couple weeks before, and she's like, "Okay, I'm going to get it yeah. all cool." She, she thought it was being filled by a million filmed from a million different angles, and that was her uh, Catherine Zeta Jones in entrapment moment. Yeah, there, there you go. She's uh, we lost that whole angle. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. <laughs> we just have this straight up angle where we're just going to look at the the car. Yeah. yeah we don't um, see her butt contortions. I, I guess I, at the very least, and the, again, this is damning with faint praise. I am so glad they didn't do the whole "oh, she dropped the keys" bit. Yeah, she got yeah, into the car does, as fast yeah. as she wanted to. Yeah, yeah. So there is that. Um, but you know, and then she's you know like doing the doing the actory like my hand is shaking as I'm <laughs> as I'm calling the police. Nine thing. one two. Damn it! No. <laughs> what is it? What is the third one? <laughs> So, I need to call for a call four one one for the number for nine one one. I hate it when something's right on the tip of your tongue. It's right there. It's nine one. I'm gonna feel like an uh, idiot later when I when I think right. back on this. Oh, uh, fiddlesticks! Nine nine nine. Right? That's in that rancid song. Nine nine nine. Nine nine nine. <laughs> or it's just the uh, I don't know if you guys have watched the IT crowd, but it's that alternate emergency <laughs> services number where uh, the jingle is it's oh one one eight nine 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 eight eight one nine 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 one one nine seven two five three special elite emergency service yes <laughs> but it's I don't know it reminded me of that um, but uh, yeah I mean like that's that's pretty much what happens like we just we get that baffling moment of like the double jump scare like. And because the yeah, the timing, yeah. like I get kind of what they're going for, where it's like, oh, we've got the cat, we've got yeah, the cat, got the scare. cat doing his whole rawr thing. Yeah, just as so, like the plan is to catch the audience off guard by the by diffusing the tension yeah. from the from the scare they're expecting by giving them a, right another scare right after that. But it almost happens too soon. Yeah, the timing like, in, in the in the pacing. Yeah, uh, where because we're well, like, oh, the cat scare, but we haven't yeah. had enough time. Well, to, they, they, to during breathe. filming, they can only set off the Rube Goldberg machine once. Yeah, they're like, oh, this will take weeks to set up. Ah, forget it. Yeah, there were all these pieces of balsa wood that needed to collapse, and they could not set that up again. It was like an OK Go video. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. So, I mean, that's – yeah, that's pretty much the highlight of this minute is uh, is that. Because we don't even, like, see – because even at this point, Noah hasn't, like, totally sprung the trap yet. Like, I don't know what We saw him invite Kevin over, but we have no idea what what the point of that was. Yeah, yeah. We have to, like, wait to see the – whatever the hell scheme he has planned in yeah. the barn and it's so i mean and we we can't cover it this minute but because it's not there yet but oh boy yeah, i haven't even seen this. that because i made sure to only watch the first 76 minutes yeah exactly um oh it's the rest of it is a treat um <laughs> has anyone discussed JLo's outfit in this particular visit to the hinterlands of the Valley of Los Angeles. Uh, I didn't notice it at all. She, she bundled up, yeah. She is wearing more layers than the fourth doctor. It's just an insane <laughs> amount of clothing for one person yeah. to have. She has like on 14 turtlenecks. And I noticed... Well, she had a Cabela's shoot the next day, so she was just like wearing in the clothes. <laughs> for Timberland. I doubt that I, I'm just trying to imagine how Cabela's spends all of its money to get JLo as its spokesperson. The <laughs> right. One celebrity, least associated with anything rural. <laughs> well, Bass Pro Shopped and couldn't afford her, so. It's yeah, they were, they were too busy with Rosie rich. Perez. Yes. <laughs> this, is, this is a bizarre marketing scheme that we're concocting right now. Yeah, it's now. like Norm MacDonald for KFC. Yes. It's, it's just abstract marketing at this point. Yeah, it's true. It's marketing for marketing's sake. Um, so I mean, like that—that's pretty much that minute too. I that's mean, pretty much that's, it. Yeah, that's except that's... The, 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 we hear the nine one one operator answer, and then uh, then 
Noah smashes his face against the window and tells her to shut up or something. Yeah, for someone who comes up with a meticulous plan, and I think that's technically part of the next minute, but we'll touch on it for a second. Um, like, yeah, yeah. For, for someone who's co- co- concocted such a crazy plan, like, was that part of yeah. his plan to, like, be like, boo! Yeah. No, you're coming uh, no, with I me! Think he, I think he never figured that she might call 911. Like, oh, yeah, that's right, there are cops, aren't there? <laughs> there are yeah. other people who, like, are gonna not let me get away with this. Whoops. Plan B, then. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so that's yeah, that's a crazy times. Um, but yeah, I yeah. think that about wraps it up yeah. for this uh, for this particular minute. Uh, oh yeah, and, and uh, before I go, I oh, yeah. want I want to uh, say one thing that I think I might have a unique perspective on this because I'm watching the uh, Netflix rental DVD of A Boy Next Door, which oh. has uh, special trailers. So special it really lets trailers. you know what sort of people are watching The Boy Next Door. Yes, please, please do tell us. What, yeah, so what are it starts trailers? off with trailers that obviously you can't skip for the Bates Motel TV show. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, Satisfaction, which is a TV show I've never heard of. On USA. Uh, Fifty Shades I, of Grey. That's no I, surprise. I, yeah, I saw, I saw that show. It left me wanting. <laughs> mm. Left you unseated? You oh, say? God. I just can't yeah. get no satisfaction with my <laughs> cable package. I can't get no enjoyment yeah. <laughs> from this show. I forget what its title, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the trailer for Fifty Shades of Grey. That's no surprise. Yeah, yep. And then... Uh, uh, surprisingly, uh, Seventh Son, the Jeff Bridges witch movie. Oh, man. And Again, The Man with the Iron it. Fists 2. Yes, <laughs> starring RZA. Yes. Sequel to the RZA, like RZA is an auteur. It's Pride of Place in the trailers on the Boy Next Door DVD is The Man with the Iron Fists 2. So I guess those two are right next to each other in Amazon's You Liked This, You'll Like That, if we go yeah. look for it. Yeah, I guess so. Some of it yeah, is that they're both universal movies. That's that's oh. some of it. Yeah. It comes from that they're kind of packaged all together. But also Universal's is kind of going, you know, J Lo's crowd and Riz's crowd. Yeah, yeah, they're not that far apart. <laughs> yeah, that's it's the uh, the marketing buzz is uh, the urban market. Yeah, I believe. Even when J Lo was playing suburban white lady who uses words like schmutz. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> An allergist. I, I forget what movie it was. I saw a trailer for a movie that came out probably a few months ago that had like Michael Ely and Morris Chestnut in it. I forget who the woman was in it, but it felt very much of a similar tenor as to the, this? the Boy Next Door. Yeah, uh, where it's again, it's like so, that sort of Tony Braxton video where you you know you got to keep that man or there's this sexy other man, yeah. uh, and we're gonna like we're gonna like have these tastefully erotic scenes mm-hmm. uh, interspersed throughout, which are really the reason why anyone goes to those. Like there's a reason why those are so superimposed in the in the oh, credit sequence. Here it is. It has the most obvious title you could think of for that sort of movie. Yeah, pretty much. The perfect guy. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah, it shows the level of creativity that goes into it. Between um, that and no good deed, there seems to be this <laughs> oh, market yeah. oh. to fill of this, yeah. and it's kind of old fashioned. This psychosexual oh, thriller where. Someone looks too good to be true, and yeah. wouldn't you know yeah. it, they yeah. are. Yeah, white but people got they, all of those back in the late 90s, and now it's for the African-American crowd, because it's also obsessed. Yes. and Yeah, that's right. It's, if it's got Idris Elba in it, it he's usually either uh, an Asgardian god or, <laughs> a, or, or a jilted lover. Or a London detective wearing two coats. Yes, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so, again, this is sort of of, of a par with those kinds of uh, things. And I guess there's a certain demographic for it. I mean, it's it's almost like a weirdly, like, sort of conservative urban, urban market. I would be wondering what the Venn diagram for these and Tyler Perry movies are. They both uh, have a lot of religious 
overtones in the sense that and they're very people like step outside tales of, too. People step outside of what they're supposed to be doing necessarily, and they they slip, yeah. and then they pay yeah. for that sin dearly. It's yeah. it's kind of a tale as old as time. That said, this recent influx of mm-hmm. them seems to want to have its cake and eat it too in that they never want the main character to really have sinned that badly because you don't want people to dislike them for any particular reason and so when the other side comes and this nutball starts wrecking their world it seems a little overblown and out of nowhere because you didn't get the other end of the seesaw and yeah exactly that's why they don't work as well it's true. Well, it feels like that conservative mindset <laughs> yeah. that also kind of wants to have its cake as well, where where it's that voyeuristic thing where you want it's it's an audience that wants to see that like sexy lascivious action, um, mm-hmm. but needs to like have that validation of oh you know we can tease ourselves with this, but it's actually a bad thing, and yeah. we can we can f- see the bad parties being justifiably yeah. punished. And, and, for and, it. and isn't that the story of the very first movie to ever win an Oscar, Sunrise? Like where the man is tempted by the woman from the city, but he she ruins his life and he goes back to his country lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone Tell me of this Oscar. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I mean Academy Award. Sorry. Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yes. Not right. the movie with Sylvester Stallone in it. Oh, <laughs> yes. I was oh, setting man, a very lofty standard based on that, so I'll, I'll take it down. Indeed, a few notches. yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, I think that about wraps it up for this episode of The Cast Next Door. I have been Clint Worthington of Alka Hollywood. I'm Patrick Hamilton. Uh, find me on Twitter at, at WeWriteGood. And I'm Mike Davies from uh, the Forgotten Failures podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Forgotten underscore Fails. Thanks for listening to A Talking Cast presents The Cast Next Door. I was your host, Clint Worthington, with my guests, Patrick Hamilton and Michael Davies. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at First Ed Iliad, or download new episodes from thecastnextdoor.wordpress.com. Or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Artwork by Josh Hollis. Edited by Darren Husted. Produced by Darren Husted. Executive producer, Clint Worthington. The Boy Next Door is owned by Bloomhouse, Smart Entertainment, New Yorican, and Universal Studios. No infringement is intended. Copyright 2015. All rights reserved. This is a first edition?